friends and welcome to the three twisted sisters with Britt, kayla and alexandra in tonight's episode we will be talking all about familiars but before we get into that how are you guys doing Good. how's your week been it's been pretty fun not gonna <clears throat> lie the call me crazy other night crazy crazy rude, rude. <laughs> the other night i was like it's like nine o'clock at night and I was like, you know what? I want some cake and watermelon. So got, hey, in, my car. Hey. <laughs> got in my car, went to the H-E-B, love it. Mm-hmm. And I did, I got their sliced watermelon and their carrot cake and some other groceries. <laughs> I was there and I was like, I need this. I need that. I need this. <laughs> Kayla always goes on and on about that damn grocery store. I swear. What is I love it about H-E-B. it? It's the bee's knees. That's it's, what it is. It's healthy shit. I don't know what it stands for. Oh, I have no idea what HB stands for, but it's a store and it stands for greatness. Oh, here everything's better. Here everything's better. Something like that. That's yeah. some Texas shit to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here everything's better. <laughs> yeah. It's I didn't really, know that. it's awesome. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I actually really didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Now you do. The more you know. My week was good. Um, I got... So Alex's birthday is coming up. So I thought I was done getting her presents. But I found one that is perfect. And she can't know until her birthday. Please tell me. No. Can I guess it? If I guess it, will you tell me? Yeah, but you won't guess it. Son of a bitch. Yeah. God bless America. (laughs) Yep. How was your week, Rip? It's been good. Um, it's been super, super hot here, but uh, we kind of went all in this weekend to, and got the backyard cleaned up and just like ready to enjoy the heat because it's not going anywhere. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we did that with the kids and then the kids and I, we did friendship bracelets with beads and stuff. That's super cool. That is cool. So should I get mine in the mail? Yeah. Like yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, those <laughs> things, I forgot how long friendship bracelets with the beads, how long they take to make. Do they take a gosh. long time? They. I felt like they did. Maybe I was just really out of practice, but it took <laughs> a minute. Use, like, the little beads or the big beads? Little beads. Um, so you have to like, yeah, the, you have to like carefully thread, exactly. You have to like carefully thread it through and it's like, oh my gosh, years later. And then you have to trim it if it gets all frayed. Yeah. Whole thing. But it was fun. I'm trying to come up with like fun little things to do with the kids just to kind of be like, you know, fun thing during the week. But so that was last week's. Nice. That sounds fun. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, let's get back onto today's topic. Mm-hmm. Alexandra, tell us all about familiars. So, for those of you who don't know, a familiar is a spirit or a demon that serves or prompts an individual, and they come in forms of an animal. And yes, I said a demon. Okay, I know what I said, <laughs> but they're not all bad, okay? Um, 
and they have been around for like years like they're in all over in all different types of cultures and they're just they've been there and they're typically most known for either protecting or kind of guiding an individual however back in like the like witch hunt eras where they're like i'm gonna get you for being a witch they <laughs> um they all thought that like the devil sent these familiars mm. and it's like no like that wasn't the case right and like they had like these weird these weird stories that they made up like if a witch had like an irregular birthmark it's like that's where the familiar would take her blood for the energy that he like they needed oh. yeah like, it was outlandish so the cool thing is you don't have to have a pet to have the ability to have a familiar and one of the ways to figure out what your familiar is is to do it through meditation and you could do it two two ways you can try doing like your favorite animal so like let's say for me for example it would be a bear so like i would go into meditation just fully focused on communicating or bringing in my familiar bear mm-hmm. and another way that you could do it if you don't like let's say you don't have a favorite animal it would be picturing just a, like a gang of animals like just a whole bunch of them and in that those group of animals, like your familiar will come out to you. Like you will be able to like, oh, that's my familiar. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another way you can see what kind of familiar you have is you get signs essentially. So like, let's say you're consistently seeing the same bird on a daily basis. Like that's a sign, like that's your familiar and mine's coming on my lap right now. <laughs> totally what I wanted. <laughs> Um, however, they are domestic familiars. And there's like three things to remember when it comes to a domestic familiar, meaning like a household pet, um, that it doesn't have to be like your typical like black cat to be your familiar. It can be any kind of animal that you get, whether it's like a dog, a bird, a reptile, as long as you feel that connection because it's different from just having a regular pet. Second is not everyone really needs a familiar. So you can't like just to keep that in the back of your head, like not every pet also is going to be a familiar. Yeah. Um, And to really kind of set your familiar apart from a pet is to trust your intuition. You'll feel the connection versus with just a pet. Like, yes, you're going to love your pet, but with your familiar, it's kind of a different bond. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I kind of want to dive a little bit deeper on what the bond kind of feels like, because it's like, what? Like, it's still an animal, you know, but when you have this bond with your familiar, it's not like a pet and owner type of relationship. It's more like I can't coexist without you, essentially. It's like you guys are like men, like mended. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, like you guys are there to help each other. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like whether it's through like teaching each other, learning or guiding each other, like you guys are there as a unit, essentially. That's really cool. That is cool. So to essentially summarize what a familiar relationship is with a human is they're put together so they can improve each other's life experiences that otherwise like alone they wouldn't be able to like they wouldn't be capable of having the life that they truly want without each other. And I think a really good kind of reference for that is Marley and me. Really? Explain that. Explain that a little. Here's what I say. Not the reference I was thinking. Really? Yeah. Explain it. Explain it. 
so here's why I say Marley and me. I know it's not like your typical, like, familiar, like, um, what's what's the Sabrina? Sabrina what? the Teenage Witch? Yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, it's not your typical, like, oh, like, that's for sure her familiar. But I feel like this one does a really good job at you being able to see what a relationship would be like from the outside. Versus okay. on the Because although the dog doesn't talk to him, he gets the dog right before he gets into that relationship with, I don't remember the name of the actress of like who she was playing, but it was Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Okay. I was like, it was Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I don't remember like the name of the character. Right, 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 right. Before that, his life wasn't going too hot. Yeah. Like his job was kind of like, he was hating it. He wasn't in a relationship and then he got in a relationship and he got a bunch of career promotions, like, got what he wanted, got that beautiful house with his three kids, and, like, the dog was there for all of it. And then when the guy was finally like, okay, like, this is what I want, essentially, the dog was like, well, I did what I came here to do to help you. Yeah. And, like, in return, Marley got a pretty good life as well. Oh. That's a good one. Good answer. Good answer. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Interesting. I like that one. My, like, when I think of familiars, I jump to, I mean, obviously, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's, like, of course. Of course you're going to think of that one. But I also think of, like, Kiki's Delivery Service. And it's kind of the same thing because it's, like, a little teenage witch and her black cat. But that's what I think of. And um, just, just like, your helper, like, through anything, like, spiritual. So I had a completely different reference. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of... This dark and creepy show, Salem. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is such a great show if you haven't seen it. It's wonderful. Um, I think when I watched it, it was actually on Hulu. So question there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. So like, can I have like a little understanding? Yes. Okay. So it's mainly about this one woman, main character, um, Mary. And she is growing up in Salem, and her love interest is Shane West from A Walk to Remember. Oh. So, yes. <laughs> so they're, like, teenage loves, whatever. They're, like, young adults. He gets sent off to war, and while he's gone, she gets forced to marry. Or she's – she thought that he had died, and so she <laughs> – this is the first episode – just quick breakdown synopsis synopsis uh, something um <laughs> so she is forced into this position where i'm either going to be like a peddler or i have to marry someone because my the love of my life is gone i'm pregnant so she was like a little bit pregnant um, like a little bit like, like, a little <laughs> bit, like only, only kind of pregnant <laughs> yeah just like a little but um So to kind of like give her the power she needed to take control over the society that had fucked her over and fucked women over, whatever. She was like very, I don't know, I liked her character, but she, except this part, she goes (laughs) into the middle of the woods with her close friend, Tichiba, and they do a ritual where she essentially gives her unborn baby to Satan in return for the power and stuff that she needed. 
Yikes. That's wild. But it is so good because... Wait, okay, hang on. So during the Salem witch trials, um, wasn't that the name of the woman that the little girls were saying? Brought them into the forest and they were dancing naked. Yeah. Yeah. They, They used a lot of the same, like, historical names. Oh, that's cool. Question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is the baby the familiar? No. It Sorry. Was a, like, like, oh, a, like, the like you give your soul to yes, the devil. Yes. That, they gave that was my little, people. yeah, that was my little synopsis. So, and she's not the only witch in town, obviously. They have, I mean, the witch trials are happening. But it's a really cool perspective. Um, excuse me. It's kind of like that joke um, people say, like, Oh, a real witch wouldn't have gotten caught. Yeah. It's like that kind of vibe. Okay, so to get back to the um, familiar reference, Mm -hmm. it's pretty heavy saturated into the plot of this show um, because all of the witches are essentially, they have their power because of the devil, right? So their familiars are more of the demonic kind Mm -hmm. where they possess they are possessed by some sort of demon that does their bidding for them and in exchange from their little birthmark thing it almost it's it's kind of gross but it's almost like a suckling action nipple kind of thing that they put their animals to and let them drink from and it's never like clarified whether it's blood or milk but um they do milk out of like a birthmark yes so it it gets like drawn up almost like a a way for them to suckle on that is so weird i hate the word suckle (laughs) i know i'm sorry the word suckle so like if you're talking about like a honeysuckle like the flower cute cute but if you're like (laughs) suckle this i'm like (laughs) no and the familia suckled on her spot (laughs) yeah yeah also, the animals that um, their familiars could be on this particular show were either cats, rats, bird, um, or toad, like that kind of realm. But it was interesting because there would be times where, um, where they would like show them feeding their little familiar and then their familiar going and doing their bidding for them. So that was like pretty big on that show. And then Sabrina the Teenage Witch as well. That was obviously a big um, reference, especially the newer, the newer adaptation of it kind of, you know, shows like the importance of familiars. And one of the ants familiar is, is spiders. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I would be like, can I have another one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, actually, this is not for me. Brain now, but not yeah, yeah, right. And that in that show, and that Sabrina, um, are are they did they get their familiars kind of the same way? Do they talk about that? Um, so basically, from if my memory is correct, uh, because this this new Sabrina is a lot more dark, like it's really dark and creepy, right? I actually haven't seen it. Oh, it's so, I like it. It's fun. It's more, it's dark, more like the comics. And it it's by the same people who make Riverdale. So it's uh, kind of got that, that like. That 
teenage teenager drama, yeah exactly vampire but it's diaries like hey yeah. don't hate um <laughs> that kind of vibe but it's fun i like it uh same kind of thing like you after a witch gets their powers they go into the like well sabrina went into the forest and did a spell like beckoning her um familiar to her and outside of their this was what i thought was kind of interesting outside of their animal form they're almost like little um goblins they look like little goblins so they show what they look like when they're not in their animal form yes how is that like only when it's is that yeah is or is it only when they first become their familiar Okay, so spoiler alert. I'll just show you guys this picture. But um, now we see the lamp. Ew, what? Ew, uh, when you cow. said, okay, when you said little <laughs> goblin, I thought like, I thought, like a tiny little, little troll. Like, no, not like a grown ass. Like, Man, so rude. That is gross. I wanted to show you guys for a reason. I mean, I in my head I thought they were kind of cute, but maybe that's just my weird, yeah, twisted twisted side. Yeah, yeah. That was creepy. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, but yeah, that's where my head went. Mine wasn't in the super sweet and innocent light side. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, this is a badass. You know, it still is badass, I think. Yeah. Now, would you say, because um, a lot of people, there's a, I mean, across cultures and stuff like that, um, when we're talking about it was a sign, Mm -hmm. do you consider, like, animals, um, when people see a certain animal and it's like, oh, it's a sign, is that, is that like a spiritual message in your opinion, or would you say that that's, Oh, that's a familiar, or like how how would you? Can't they be both? It? it could be both. What I would say most likely is that it's an animal spirit guide. Okay. Yeah, because like some like one spirit guide that I have is like a raven or a crow, mm-hmm. um, and so when I see a raven or a crow, I know that that's my guides t- trying to talk to me. So that's, um, I actually had a really cool side note. I had a really cool, um, reading with, um, this medium off of TikTok, uh, Kendra Fierce. And the night before our reading, she had a a dream that like she, I think she like gave birth to a crow or something. And then it like was a huge crow and it hugged her. And it was so interesting when we were having our conversation or whatever. And then I was like, well, yeah, you know, like I see, um, I see like crows and ravens, like that's my spirit animal. And then she was like, shut up. I've never, she like lives in Canada. She was like, I've never ever see crows or ravens. And last night, this was the dream I had. And I was like, that's crazy. So I think in that, from my own personal opinion, I think that that would be a spirit animal. I only ask because I do often see little animals and kind of interpret it as a spirit message or something like that. Um, And the last couple of years, I actually lost what I would call my familiar. Um, It's just my little shadow 
was what he was for sure. But um, like the last, I would say like four months or so, we get a lot of birds in Southern California. I wonder, gee, I wonder why. <laughs> um, and so there, there just happens to be crows that hang out in the neighborhood. And so a couple times I've got like quack, quacked, <laughs> quack, not quacked, but caught at them. And um, so it's funny, occasionally, like daily, I would say, occasionally, <laughs> at least one time, once a day, they come to our uh, fireplace and sit on the fireplace and call down and I'll like call back up to them. <laughs> Although Chip hates it. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Knock it the fuck off. Poor Chippy. Yeah. What I, what I think of when like you lost your quote familiar from what I've always heard about familiars is that like you said with Marley and me, like they are with you for a certain amount of time to help you both get through something. And then when it's time for them to leave, like when you reach that point in your spiritual journey, then they, then they leave, which is so yeah. sad. It's Super so sad. hard. It's yeah. like, you're good. See you later. And you're like, no, like I still need you. And it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, it's sweet because I'll still see him like in my dreams and stuff. So that's, yeah. that's super that's cute. Sweet. But how about you, Alex? For my spirit animal? Or my, your, your familiar. Oh, my familiar. I'm sorry. What did I say? Spirit animal. My apologies. Um, <laughs> it's not even a question. <laughs> it's not even like a question. <laughs> um, but my familiar is Marvel. Um, if you guys have been here, you know who she is. She's my dog. She's my daughter. And it just, there's no doubt in my mind that she's not. Just with the way that everything laid out, when how I got her, when I got her. Um, a little bit of a backstory. When I had gotten her, I had recently just been, like, promoted at my job. And then I had moved into my own apartment by myself. And it's like, it's scary, you know? And... <laughs> Um, one of the workers where I was at was like, I'm giving dogs out for free. And I was like, Oh, like, no, I'm, I'm good. And then I somehow named her and, and she's like, well, it's your dog now. And I was like, Oh, yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And then when I got her, she was kind of sick and I kind of helped her get through that. And but like two months or three months after I'd gotten her, like we had just gone, gotten hit by COVID. And we were in a lockdown. And, like, without her, I would have been, like, completely alone. Like, yeah. And then I've gone through a pretty rough, like, year and a half, like, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And if I hadn't had there, had her there, like, I don't, I don't know how things would have been. Yeah. Oh, yes. For sure. Yeah. She's so. such a mama's girl, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she she is. is. Marvel has more accessories than I do. Hey. Yeah, hey. that's so true. She needs it. them. Yeah, but my beckoning call for her is Avengers Assemble. Oh yeah, like, like knows to come. She's like, okay, it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Kay? Yeah, so um, I do believe that I have my familiar with me now. Um, really, I've said it since I first got him, and it was kind of the same way. Like I wasn't looking for an animal. Um, I had kind of said it a couple times, like, man, 
No, I really want a cat because I was also going through a lot like it. When COVID hit, it just, it changed everyone's lives and certain things happened and it was, it made it really difficult. And I was working a lot, so I didn't want to get a puppy or a dog. So I decided like, oh, maybe I'll get a cat. And I kind of said it for a few months. And then I opened um, Facebook one day and one of my friends, she does, um, she's the ASPCA foster mom and she had three new kittens and they, they were so cute. But one picture in particular, when I saw him, it was like, like, oh, like I knew I was supposed to have him. And I was like, oh, crap. And before I even realized what was happening, I commented on it. And I was like, yeah, um, I need him. And then I messaged her and I was like, yeah, when can I get him? And the first time I met him, I mean, we, we were just so connected. And right now... So he's been with me um, for a little over a year now, and he's just a baby. But when I first got him, I was going through a lot of changes, going like deciding if I was going to um, switch careers and move across the country and what I was going to do and how everything was going to play out. And so he was with me 24 seven. Um, excuse me. He meditates with me. He's always with me. Whenever I'm doing anything spiritual, when I'm grounding, when I'm meditating, when I'm reading my tarot, anything like that, he's right on top of me. He'll like chew on my tarot cards while I'm reading them. I'm like, stop. So I think he's really connected in that way. Um, we're just, we have a connection. And right now he has, um, we found out a couple months ago that he has a genetic disorder that even the vets are like, I've never seen this in a cat this young before. And unfortunately, in September, we are going to have to remove his leg, one of his mm -hmm. back legs. Um, so I think that you telling that story or the the definition of it saying that they help you and you help them. I'm definitely going to be helping him with that. But um, all the prayers are, you know, good thoughts and positivity. Send it our way because poor little Howie Bear is just going through it. And he's such a sweet yeah. cat. Yeah, he and is. I is. mean cats. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a very good. Uh, a good you've been, you've been taken down by some familiars there. Yeah, like, bah, bah, bah. yeah he's, uh, he's a really good cat and he's got a great personality. Like not the traditional cat that's like vicious and mean and hates everyone. Like he, if you're willing to pet him. Typical cat. <laughs> three hours, he is like, I will be all up in your face. And he is just a love bug. And he gets along with everyone. Except mm -hmm. the only he only gets along with one dog and it's Marvel. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they're so adorable together because they'll come up like nose to nose and give like the butterfly kiss. And then like how like stuff out and he'll like square up on Marv. But he's like, oh like I'm just joking. And then he'll like swatter and then run away. And like Marv is <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then what's really funny is we're like, howl. And then um, when it's reversed, when he's like laying down all out because he's got like, you know, his broken leg and he's just like chilling and she comes up and tries to mess with him. We're like, Marvel, no, like, oh, you don't, don't do that. He's a baby. He's broken. Oh and he just lays there and takes it. And um, the other day, it was like a week or two ago that was happening. And we're like, Marvel, no. And then he sits up and just like, pop, 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 pop. And then lays back down. And I was like, 
you little <laughs> shit like hell no marvel no it's like yeah they're, they're back fun. and forth yeah yeah they're fun animals to have in the house oh my gosh yeah. every time we meditate or anything both of them really are just right on us like no matter what <laughs> yes. we're doing when it comes to like spiritual stuff or like the thunderstorms oh, oh my gosh. gosh like you would think these two animals would be like screw this i'm out but we'll yeah. be sitting on the back porch watching like a crazy thunderstorm and they're like out there with us and Howell will just like he'll scour the grass to the point where i'm chasing him like there's lightning get your ass inside and he's just like that's his prime time yeah He's so looking like, for spiders. <laughs> he does. He He's such a good boy eating all the spiders and the flies yeah. in the world. Yeah, so that was our episode on familiars. If you guys have any stories that you want to share with us, whether it's about familiars or just anything spooky you want us to talk about, definitely send us a message. Our email is threetwistedsisterspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at underscore threetwistedsisters. Or if you're not watching this on YouTube, you can also check out our YouTube where all of our podcasts are on video at Three Twisted Sisters Podcast on YouTube. Don't Thanks forget to so like much. and subscribe. Yes, yes, definitely like and subscribe so that we can keep on bringing you guys more Three Twisted Sisters. So we hope you guys take care and stay, stay twisted. twisted. Bye.